right, welcome to the Unseen Collective Podcast. We are excited because we've been wanting to have a podcast for our group, our collective, for so many reasons. And right now, we have a couple of our leaders here, and we want to get into each other. We want to get into what we're about, and in hopes to give you an idea of what to expect on this podcast. So, Let's start off with uh, you guys. What is the Unseen Collective? And we want to just kind of hear from our leaders. If you could just introduce yourself and talk about for yourself. What do you think the Unseen Collective is? And let's start with the Fenelises. We got our beautiful couple, Jawanza and Sandy. If you mm-hmm. guys could start off just explaining what the Unseen Collective yeah, so um, the Unseen Collective is a group of people who got together um, based off of not feeling seen and really wanting to do justice to the populations that we are in and also that we represent um, so that they can be platformed and better seen. Those are uh, urban, those who do urban ministry, those who are minority leaders um, who might not always feel like their context is always cutely fit in like a conference style service. So when they're and we go to a conference and you're like, hey, these are some things you can do. It never really fits our context. So what we what we now do in Unseen is we talk about the hard things. As we're recording this podcast, Roe v. Wade was just overturned. Um, mass shootings happening. Um, racial injustice continues to run rampant through our country. And those are not things that are talked about on a weekly basis consistently in a church context. So what we try to do is platform those conversations because we know for our people, they're important, but they're not always talked about. Yeah. And period. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um, yes, the Unseen Collective, yes, it's a group of people um, that really is just um, burdened enough to provide space for heart and feel heard because the conversations to be had so that others um, feel seen. Add to that. There's power in that. Um, yeah, that's one. Gonna... Nice. And Juan, if you could give us an idea for you to explain, like, what is Unseen Collective to you for those All right. listening? All right, Unseen Collective for me, which I wish Idalma was here. She'd be able to put in a lot better words. But uh, Unseen Collective for me is a group of people who uh, came together rather organically. Um, it wasn't something that was forced. It was something that, that I believe it was it was God-ordained, the way, the way we came together um, and all of our desires and wants and needs really mesh well um and to me it's about not just the whole minority as far as color as far as race but uh, minority as far as uh generationally in the church um so not only do certain people feel unseen because of uh the color of their skin but also the church, a whole generation that feels unseen and unheard. And these are things that need to be spoken about, things that the church doesn't like to speak about, but has to speak about for forward momentum, for growth, for healing, and for the launching of this next generation That's that I believe is the life of the church. Mm, that's really good, man. That's really good breakdown. Thank you, Juan. And um, Tigress, my wife, uh, what is Unseen Collective to you? Um, Unseen Collective is a, 
place for anyone and everyone, right? We, we come together and it began as a place where we could talk openly about our, our past experiences, right? And things that we would like to see change and transition for the future generations. But we could not have anticipated all of the different ways that people feel unseen. No. For us, it had a lot to do with our urban context and that not fitting into any sort of textbook way to run ministry. Uh, but it's, it's come to you know what it what it means to be a youth pastor where senior pastors are the end all be all and mm-hmm. youth ministers are left to the wayside it's come to reminders that our past issues people use to qualify us when god has already forgiven that and moved past it you know so there it's it's a place to have open real conversations to share your heart to be heard and also just to sit back and listen and learn what it looks like from someone else's perspective. So yeah, it, it's a safe place to be real, to be open, be honest, and have those hard conversations that are more than just necessary for the moment and for the future, but also for our past to heal so that we can truly move forward with a true foundation instead of building on something that's cracked and broken. Yeah. I um I agree. For me, Unseen Collective is an attempt to to platform these stories and situations that we feel that aren't being platformed. Uh, we want the for me, I feel like the ultimate goal is to bring unity in the body of Christ. And and, and I know that's that's something everybody in the body of Christ wants. But honestly, in our opinion, we feel that there's a lacking in the approach of touching specific stories that are not being platformed, touching um, people who feel marginalized or pushed to the side or not addressed with different struggles and different situations. But we want to address those things, even if it has to do with our own denomination, maybe some hurt there or maybe some lacking there, but we want to address things for healing and we want to address it for healing so that we could then be unified in the body of christ so we don't want to skip the process that we feel has been skipped for so many years uh, decades or centuries even but we want to address things that um the church doesn't want to address just like bond said so that we could be unified together and in the healing process the the right way so I, that's what i feel the unseen collective is any thoughts on that guys uh, anyone have any further thoughts on just something that would add to what we're about what we stand for who we are um the only thing i would add very similarly to kind of what we're all saying is there's no way to box this in um the more that we meet the more that we're realizing that god this is we're hopping on a mission that God already had, right? Which means that it's eternal and it has so much more depth than we could even comprehend. So I remember when we first got together, like Juan was alluding to, we thought it was like, yeah, youth pastors, we're going to do this thing for the youth. <laughs> and then like people just, as people are hearing what we're doing and they're drawing near and they're saying, yes, this is how I feel unseen. This is how I feel unseen. We're just like, whoa, like we, we almost like we weren't ready for this. And then 
we welcomed them. We heard their voice and it's like, wow, yeah, we want to definitely partner with that. And then the more they continue to build, those voices continue to gather. We were just like, look, hands off. God, you do what you want to do. We're going to stop trying to qualify this thing and just say that, like one of my favorite poets says, um, we're just going to be a refuge for the complicated. So if anyone has any story that they feel wasn't properly platformed or properly responded to like Jesus would have responded to, let us be the place to be a refuge for them because um, they've been deemed too complex to fit in cute boxes, mm. and we just don't do boxes here. Yeah. So I want to bring up why why a podcast series. So what we've been doing is, on, in the Unseen Collective, we would have been meeting once a month um, for a while now on um, an online gathering where we'll all come together and we'll bring a topic or we'll just discuss things together. Um, we've heard a lot of people say, uh, their perspective has been changed. Even if some of our leaders felt like, wow, I'm actually able to pour out. Um, I felt like I was isolated, but now I'm able to pour out. So it, it, a lot has come out from these online gatherings, but it was once a month and we felt like there's so much more to discuss. There's so much more healing that can be used on different mediums. And we felt that a podcast would allow us to speak on more things, to follow up on things, to to speak out on things that are not being addressed. So this is why we really wanted to get a podcast going so that we can do more with this, this ministry. What are you guys' thoughts? Well, um, to go back a little bit, um, uh, the way Joanza was saying, we, 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 try, we try to explain what this thing was, like the first meeting. And then the second meeting came around, and it just took a different shape, right? And then the third one came around, and there was a different shape to it. So every time we try to, to explain what this is, it takes a new shape. It gets bigger. It gets more personal. It gets more real. Um, we get more towards the heart of what God's trying to do with it. And we get more, we get deeper into it, where... It's almost like a calling where this was, um, like I said, ordained, like preordained that that this is this has to happen. These are voices that have to be heard, and and going along with that is the whole loving well aspect, where um, you could the church has so many gifts, right? But if we don't have love, we don't have anything. Everything is worthless, right? So, part of the whole loving well is also listening. I've had to learn myself that I need to listen to be able to understand, to be able to, 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 to put that love into action. I could be loving in a specific way that I think is love. Um, I could be loving and acting in a way that I think is, is cherishing. And I could be way off because I didn't listen to what they needed. You know, they may be hurting in a specific area and I may not just, I may not be working in the way that they need. And so I guess the podcast would be diving deeper into those things that we speak once a month um, and going really deep into it, into the personal aspects the things that, that I may not even want to speak about, that I may realize, crap, I, I really messed this one up. Um, and just being real and, 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 being, and being strengthened and being lifted and, and being put into action. And putting others into action, because like I said before, I, I believe our generation, the next generation is coming are the ones that are going to take, take the church further, but not just further to really 
uphold a lot of the things that we were taught, um, lift, lifting up our leaders along the way. So with that being said, what, what, do, you, what do you expect for you mm. um, out of this one? What do you expect that this podcast series would do for you? Um, you kind of alluded to what it would ho hopefully do for everyone else, but what about you? For me, um, I guess keep on the things that we've been speaking about for several months are things that have been on my heart for a very, very long time. Whereas I don't think the church deals really, they shy away from dealing with any social issues um, because they think everything is spiritual, right? So I think me personally, I've been getting involved more in the social aspect of what the church should be involved in, um, using the spiritual aspect to care for all other aspects of the church, um, knowing the heart of God and, and getting into the word, using all of that to, I guess, work in these areas that we keep speaking on, the, the areas that God keeps putting in our heart to deal with. Um, I guess it's time for me not to shy away. And I, I think that's why he put this whole thing together. Because we do have a very loud voice. We've just been, I can't say we've all been shut down. Uh, some of us have purposely sort of shied away from, okay, how do you want to use me? What do you want to do? How, how, how are we going to go? And I think this is one of the hows that we're going to go about it. Yeah, that's that's really, really good. Um, I know I, I just want to jump back for me personally, why a podcast? So I, for me, it's also about increasing reach, right? Not, that's good. not for the sake of self-glorification, but recognizing people have schedules. <laughs> people have things yeah. that they have to do, and not everyone is available on a Thursday night at 7 p.m. So making these conversations accessible to more people so more people can just think like, hey, wait a minute. Have I ever really given this thought? Have I ever really sat with this? Um, because I don't have someone who lives like this in my personal context. So let me sit and give it a listen so that maybe it'll open up my perspective. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not gonna be something where they're only hearing from us because it's not just our perspectives. I'm really, really looking forward to mm -hmm. the guest speakers who will join us right. and the things that they'll be able to tackle, the things that they'll be able to pour into us and feed into us because none of us are approaching this like we have the answers. We, the only answer that we are sure of is that God is the only answer. That is it, that's as far as that goes. So I'm I'm definitely definitely looking mm -hmm. forward to hearing many more voices, some that may not be available to join us on a Thursday when we meet once a month, but can actually take the time and pour out openly um, with whatever we're talking about in that moment. Sandy, what are you feeling? Where where are you with this, and what what are your hopes for what you can get out of it, and what you'd like others to get out? For sure. Um, I think for me, having the podcast, um, like you mentioned, Tiff, is like just that accessibility. Like I just 
see it as like something you can just have in your pocket on your phone, just readily available to listen back to, chew on, process through. It just feels like you're able to catch anywhere and just kind of have conversations. Um, and so in light of that, I feel like it's a really um, good place for us to um, continue the conversation, even elaborate. We probably didn't even have time to talk about during our monthly meetings. Um, and basically, yeah, to keep it in the radar of of everyone who's tuning in. And so my, my hope, so what I'm looking forward to getting out of the podcast is being able to speak more on topics that I don't, I would normally be partial to or like step back from, shy away from like Juan mentioned, but this really force, forces me to kind of process my thoughts aloud without feeling like, oh, I'm going to be judged because I might say this ignorant comment or um, I just love that Unseen creates this safe space to be able to process aloud and not have the answers and not have the perfect way of saying things and just being able to get it out and let's talk it out together. And I hope that'll be the same for those who tune in that even even there are some thoughts that they may didn't consider or thoughts that they did or would like to have further conversation. I'm looking forward to the comments that will come from this and how we can engage our viewers and, and those tuning in. Yeah, I love that, um, Sandy. I, I'm looking forward to the same. I'm hoping that we can elaborate, like you said, on things that were discussed that we only had a little bit of time and we can right. expand on it uh, on like a whole yeah. episode just to dive in deeper, hopefully kind of point to resources, thoughts, perspective, take action. Those are the kind of things that I'm looking forward to, too, because I feel that this place, um, this podcast will lend itself to do more in that aspect. So I, I'm with you on that. Uh, Jawanza, what, what are your thoughts? What are you looking for in this podcast series? I honestly echo a lot of what everyone said, man. Um, I don't have a lot to add, but I think um, the only other thing I'm thinking of is just it's going to be another conduit to get the whole thought and message of Unseen out there. And we're all dreamers. I mean, if if everyone listening were sitting in on some of our leadership meetings or even side conversations that we have of all the things we want to do, um, this is just one of many channels that we have planned and that we're hopefully going to be able to tap into, Lord willing. Um, so this is just another conduit, like everyone was saying, that we could um, dive deeper into some conversations, uh, see how deep the rabbit hole goes when we have some side offshoots of conversation, and really just... Get into this, un, un, get into this uh, topic and unpack what it really means um, to, 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 live, to live and love um, when it comes to some of these topics because they're messy and they're not going to be simple solutions. So we won't be able to come to some, some um, understandings or even you won't be able to agree or finally say, okay, boom. But in a podcast conversation, you'd be able to have a bit more depth there and hopefully unpack it a little bit more, a, bit, a little bit, yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, I want to just add really quick, you saying that, um, I feel like in a way it, it'll help. It's not, okay, I'll say it and clean up later. But to really model messy conversations, because mm. I think a lot of the times why the church avoids these, it's like, well, it's not clear cut, you know. Juan, you say this, then Tiff responds with this, then Joag goes. And so it's just like to be able to model that will be refreshing yeah. and hopefully encouraging for others to do the same within their own context. Right. And even just that, right? Modeling messy conversation means not having to worry about cleaning it up. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I, I 
I love that that is the type of atmosphere that we're attempting to build. Um, we recognize that we're all coming from a place of learning. And I think that's another thing that not even just the church, but like adults at large, we talk <laughs> about how teenagers think they know everything, but let's be real. Let's you, you hit adulthood and it's like, well, I thought I knew no. everything then, but now for sure. Let's own our ignorance. Yeah. Right. Let, let's own our ignorance because we can't allow anyone to pour into an area where we already feel full. Ooh. So when we own our ignorance, it opens us up to be able to have those messy conversations, Good. realize, hey, I'm going to say this out loud and yo, I'm going to sound dumb. <laughs> It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. It's okay. Because yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about because I am ignorant in this because I would need resources here. Mm-hmm. So I think I think modeling messy conversation is a really beautiful thing that really should be embraced much more. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't have to come to the table with a script or mm-hmm. a confident conversation. Right. They should be able to just come pull up a chair, listen, and say whatever comes to mind and know that that's okay. If I can add something, you just made me remember something that makes Unseen um, really cool, in my opinion. Like, we we have so much nuance in our leadership team. I mean, that's just a leadership team. Like you mentioned, we're going to have guests on. We're going to have some of the members who just join us on. Um, But even as different one, only, what, a little bit over half of us um, as far as leadership team. So we're going to hear so many different flavors and styles lead some of these conversations. Um, and the nuance of the nuance of conversation is going to make op- the, the overall experience for the listener that much more rich. Yeah. Mm. And I think our uh, our first shirt should be uh, "Own Your Ignorance" shirt. Yeah. Yes. I think so. That hit me so hard. You said that it's like, man, Ooh. you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have such a hard time, like, okay, I'll speak, and and I should be able to say stuff and learn, right? <laughs> and and I, sometimes I don't, or sometimes I, I try to prove a point, and halfway there, I'm like, man, this is pretty dumb, but <laughs> I'll stick to it because I prove a point. So uh, along the way, it's good that we have... I guess one of the great things about us is that we don't always agree with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to not agree with each other because when I don't agree with somebody, in a way, I am forcing myself to hear them out, right? Right now, that's what I'm doing in right. this with others. I'm forcing myself to hear them out, find out where they're coming from, find out the truth in it, and how, how I can use that in my life. I mean... I really said the truth because everybody has a truth now, right? Everybody has, like, right now, it's like, this is my truth, this is my truth, this is my truth. Um, But since we follow the truth, right? Um, the truth is, in, in this scenario, and adapted to my life, what the truth is in your scenario that I'm not seeing, that I'm being completely ignorant towards because I have my agenda. Yeah. And figure out how could I change myself to follow through with what God's called but still be loving enough to give you your place in my life. Like, really put you on that pedestal in my life. Mm. I love it, man. I love it. 
I'm going to have Jag get to work on that t-shirt design. You heard it first here. 25% uh, discount promo. If in the <laughs> Type in the code. <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's, I love that. I, I totally agree with that. And um, I'm, I'm excited. Final thoughts before we launch into our first episode. Final thoughts. If anybody has anything that they want to say, leave with the um, listener right now because um, I'm looking forward to this journey. It's going to be great. Um, some final thoughts for me is um, for those who are tuning in, I would encourage you to share this with people that you know who are in the church and who are not in the church, who've been hurt by the church, who are like whatever the relationship is. Like Tiff mentioned earlier, this is for any and everyone. And I think um, one of the things that I'm learning is these kinds of conversations um, are really refreshing, especially to those who've been hurt by the church. I personally spoke to a friend recently who was like, what, you guys are gonna be talking about this? Like, I'm so used to people in the church having this averse reaction or this wow. cut and dry, I condemn you, now you're canceled kind of reaction. So to be able to create a space for people to talk about these things, it's like, wow, you actually wanna hear me out? So I would encourage you to share this um, with any and everybody because you just never know who's going to really get touched by it and want to add their voice to the conversation. Wow, that's a that's a good point, Sandy. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And listen, um, again, we're, we're excited. We really want you guys to tune in. We really want you guys to share. And, and most of all, join our online conversation, our online gathering. You could uh, find us at the, what is it, official unseen collective on ig uh, where you can link up register for our zoom calls but most of all we really want you to jump in to the conversation comment on these podcasts we're, we're going to check them out we want to hear your thoughts are there topics that you may want to hear are there yeah. topics that are not being addressed what does it mean to you um to be unseen do you feel seen do you know those who feel unseen and what are their stories? We would love to hear from you. And we thank you for those who listened this far, but we, we truly, truly want to pour in to the community more and more so we could bring unity to the body of Christ.